0: you're listening to the Rr podcast with your host Richa and Rina hello hi um, this is season three episode 20 I think Wow we're getting close to the end of the year We are um yes so anyway welcome to the RR podcast and um, this week our this episode, basically top five movies and let me tell you Rena, it was pretty hard yes i feel the same way so i'm worried that maybe there's some movies out there that i hadn't thought of and like and they're not not on this list like i'm afraid i missed some movies or something so like um this is basically like i guess this list is basically movies i could remember and like i remember watching and i really liked and stuff but um yeah, I made this list pretty quickly actually. I only made it today. Um but yeah, I hope I hope my list is good. Yeah. Um so I was going to say that like I think one of the hard parts about making the list is the fact that you and I over the years we've watched movies, but the thing is like I might have forgotten about them. And I have no clue when I like I made I started making this list like a, a while back cuz we have talked about doing this episode. But, um, you know, it's been difficult remembering, honestly yeah, um, and also, I don't know if we use the same criteria when it comes to ranking um because, well, I have a more specific criteria, but the criteria I used was not only like movies that I liked, but also I guess the re rewatchability, like am I able to rewatch this movie and like still mm-hmm. enjoy it, you know so that that was one of the things i also considered mm-hmm. um i think for me one of the biggest factors about uh about my top 5 is not only about rewatchability but about about how much i've thought about the movie after i've watched it um, oh, okay that like like you know i think about it i think about like how amazing it is or how complex the story is or how cool it is and and there's also the component of rewatchability but i think the other part of like interest in the movies another criteria I had yeah that that definitely makes sense um I guess uh yeah that's definitely something to consider as well when it comes to ranking movies but yeah um do you want to start or do you want me to start um I think you should start this time I feel like like some of the past times that we've done top fives you I've gone first so I'll let you go first this time Okay, um, so number five for my top five movie list is my neighbor Totoro. Oh, dang! Yeah, so oh. um, so this is one of the movies that um I haven't rewatched as much as the other ones, but I thought like the entire movie is just so beautiful. Like I think um, there's something so uh, specifically like Studio Ghibli movies. There's something so like yes so beautiful about like the way the movie showcase showcased and the story and like how you know this in this particular story is about basically two kids kind of escaping their reality and like befriending the spirits of the forest um as a way to escape the fact that like their mother's sick and like their father goes to the hospital bunch to see her and like you know that sort of like stress in life and yeah um it's a great movie i think it's really beautiful it's in the countryside and like. I don't know. It's just like a really great movie in general. I had a hard time picking out between some of the studio Ghibli movies, but out of all of them, I think this one is my favorite, favorite one. I think specifically with the studio Ghibli film, I felt like um, the fact that it takes place in the countryside Yes, and they showcase the garden and nature and the forest. And like, because the the spirits of the forest are sort of at the center of it with the two kids, I think is, um, makes it very nice and special and um sad to say I didn't put it on my list but I'm happy that it's in your list thank you thank you yeah um so I guess I will go next and so my my like I'm going from number five to number one my number five movie in my top five list is Arrival oh okay did not you watch this movie with me I definitely watched it with you yeah Okay, so for those who don't know, this is a 2016 American science fiction drama film. Um, and the reason why I started watching it is because I watched, uh, so there's this YouTuber named Nerdwriter1, and he's a video essayist. And he talked about this movie and stuff. And I, I, when I watched that that video, I wanted to watch this movie. It made me want to watch the movie. And I ended up watching the movie, and I really, I really do like it. Mm -hmm. it's um science fictiony it is amy adams is the main character lead protagonist and she i think she does really amazing in this film and i think the story itself is just really cool um obviously involves aliens coming to earth um uh she is a linguine professor at a university and um and so this movie jumps around a little bit, like when it comes to um, time and I think yeah. I don't, I really don't want to spoil it because it's so cool the way that the movie like unravels as you keep on watching it. Um, so I do recommend you watch it because I think it's just such a cool film. It's science fictiony. Of course, there's a little bit of drama, but it's like, it definitely focuses a lot on about um, humanity and these aliens that come to earth and, mm-hmm. um, the relationship and stuff yeah I also like how the movie like kind of focuses on um I guess culture in a way as well in Mm. a weird sense if that makes sense um no it does yeah (laughs) and I yeah I, I have I haven't watched this movie in a while but yeah it is it's good I think it's concept of like time is important and interesting as well yeah also the videography like the the cinematography of the of the movie itself is quite nice too. I think it's just it's just a nice movie. I, I really enjoyed it when I watched it and I like it's such a cool concept too. So I do recommend that for those who haven't watched it to go ahead and watch it because I'm like trying hard like really hard not to spoil it because it's so cool the way like the story works. Yeah. Uh, I recommend it as well, even though it's not on my top five list. So sad. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to tell you my number four. And I don't think this is going to be a surprise, but number four on my list is Interstellar. And um, the reason why it's number four uh, above My Neighbor Totoro is mainly because I'm pretty sure I watched this movie a couple times already. Um, So that's simply why it's up there. Um, It's at number four specifically. just cause like, I didn't really like Anne Hathaway's monologue, obviously, like it was just, you know, you know how I feel about my, that monologue, we we have yeah. an episode about Interstellar, so, but it, the, obviously, obviously that monologue comes back around at the end, but the, the thing is that that really, that really like the tone and the mood just didn't fit, but overall it, it's a great movie love how they actually use science in order to create the movie and you know the image of a black hole and like um the science behind it and like how it's like i don't know it's just it's a really good movie and uh, i'm we have a whole episode about this but like yeah every it's a it's a really good movie and also the soundtrack's amazing uh as well um several things about <laughs> one <laughs> one i'm surprised it's actually at number four because i i guess maybe i assumed yours it would be higher on your list but it's fine i know i know Um, yeah and number two um i remember reading somewhere or, or something about how like in the when they were first premiering the movie when anne hathaway's like monologue came up people were laughing during that and like yeah and like it it has it honestly has nothing to do with Anne Hathaway because I think she acted it like really amazing yeah but it just fits so awkwardly in the film but it does come back around so it does have a place in the film it's just the way that it works I think but she made it work I don't I don't know if the film itself made it work yeah I, I think I think the writers fumbled a little a little during that part but um overall good movie I mean that's my only like biggest complaint about it honestly um but yeah that's you know number four okay um I think you'll be surprised by my number four okay because you and I have not talked about it at all uh on our podcast or anything but my number four like in my list of top five my number four is Mehuna oh okay and for it's a good movie yeah, for those who do not know, Mehuna is a two early two thousands Bollywood movie that Rina and I and basically a bunch of other like South Asian people and kids and parents and whatever have watched. Okay, and it's so good. I I was like I remember making this list and I was thinking back on movies i watched and I and I remembered that like Mehuna. Is such a good film it's it's a really good movie honestly I, I really enjoy it but basically it follows I'll shorten the plot down because it is quite like you know but it's basically yeah. how do you describe it it is a <laughs> movie itself is in Hindi and it it follows this major like this guy named Ram who is in the Indian army and there's like in the movie it starts off with like explaining how there's like political tension between Pakistan and India and how like they want to rekindle the relationship and this guy's father, Ram's father is also in the army and he dies in like this ambush of some kind and his dying wishes were that Ram rekindles his relationship with um his dad's old like first wife because he like they had a he like they kind of divorced or they separated or something because he hadn't the father had an affair but he regrets it and he wants his son to rekindle the relationship between the mom the first wife and then her son whose name is Lakshman and this movie like Bollywood movies in general are just like they're musicals right like there's there's music like uh, most of them are right there they mm-hmm, have yeah. musical sequences and dancing and this movie has some of the best songs okay they have some really great music um not only is it like actiony but there's like a whole like there's romance there's action there's adventure there's mystery and there's a bunch of like sequences of dance sequences in the movie it's it's a really good movie and Mm -hmm. yeah it all like it has a it's really long right if you end up watching it but it's really a good movie yeah it's definitely worth it um and yeah i mean early 2000s man it it was good yeah it's like um the 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 actor who plays ram his name is shadow khan and he is like the big star like of today in bollywood and so it is quite nice to see his younger movie like he's younger in the movie and it's nice to see the movie to see how he's like, you know, how he grew, basically, I guess. Yeah. I I would consider this time of his life as him being in his prime because this was when he was very popular, right? He was getting popular, yeah. No, like, I mean, he kind of had such a big debut, not debut, but like, he got his breakout and like, kind of in the 90s and like that that whole thing there was a lot of momentum from that into like this movie and other movies afterwards but yeah true. I mean I would People... consider this time to be prime here yeah but it was also our childhood so that's I feel like why you and I think like that because yeah, this was our childhood true. like we watched this movie and like a bunch of other movies he was in at this time um and it was pretty good it was pretty good yeah good times Mm-hmm um so going on to number 3 uh number 3 on my list is mehuna as well oh my um, god um, yeah i didn't i didn't want to i don't want to say more for yours oh my god. I wanted to talk about it for mine i agree with everything you said and i also want to mention the fact that um uh the director of this movie her name is faran khan this was her debut movie this yeah. was her debut and she's the same director as like om shanti om and like um well that's the only other movie i know her from but like the point is that like you know this was her first directorial debut and she knocked it out of the park this is a really good movie i think that um like you said amazing soundtrack and also um there's action there's romance there's like mystery there's a there's i literally um, said all of that I said all of that you know there's some political conflict going on as well and like yeah I mean family you know it's got it all I think this movie has it all and um you know rightfully it is on my list and it is number three like okay yeah that's all I gotta say um that was a surprise to me because I was like I was trying to explain to you like oh I didn't think you'd think about this but you also (laughs) thought about this yeah I did dang yeah I mean childhood man like you know it's a really good movie also like I mean I think I think the writing in this movie is also pretty good dialogue like a plot makes sense to me it doesn't seem like there's too many holes in it and like the yeah also like the choreography and soundtrack is amazing yeah, I feel like there's a there's a lot of big character arcs in the movie too, and I think it works. You know, the pacing works, and I mm-hmm. think the arcs work as well. Exactly. How could it not be on my list? <laughs> I can see why it's number three on yours. Mm-hmm. So for me, my number three is Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh, that's I forgot about that movie. Oh no day Um, okay yeah and I feel like everyone should know but this movie came out maybe a year or two ago right and it's basically about um uh oh my god this family wrote a whole article about this but this family who owns a laundromat and their daughter turns out to be a multi-dimensional like villain villain sort of person and she's like going through these different universes trying to find her mom and like and chaos ensues right and I think I love everything about everything everywhere all at once because it's so complex it tells such a it's a family movie well not really a family movie but it tells a story about a family right Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: all three members of the family the parents and the daughter, like, they have such a pinnacle role in the movie. They have they have such a, like, complex relationship with each other. And that ends up developing over the course of the movie. And the writing is excellent in the movie. The acting is, like, amazing in the movie. Um, what can I say? Like, uh, costume design was amazing. Like, it's kind of crazy what they did set design was crazy like yeah this movie this movie like essentially like shifts right it changes because they have to like change the setting to change the multiverse that they're in and it's just crazy the way they did that and the fact that they had only five people on the crew who did the vfx and did all that like the cgi and stuff is crazy to me but they did so well um yeah, just such a great movie, and um, I think do we have an episode about everything, everywhere, all at once? I feel like we might have. Maybe. We've definitely talked about talked about it in the past, though. Yeah. Pretty yeah, so I it had to be number three because it just had everything, and I think, um, I think the messaging at the end too is really what got me to, because like, the idea of going from from the nihilist perspective, the the really negative perspective on life and stuff changes, like once you get to the end of the movie. And I think that change and that way of looking at life is just so interesting to me. Um, And I think that's why it's at my number three. You know, I just checked and I don't think we have a standalone of the movie. Um, Mm. So we definitely should talk about it at some point. Uh, it's fine. Um, it's I do recommend everyone watches it, but it does such a good movie. I just I really loved it. Yeah, rightfully, top three. I yes. I forgot about that movie, so I'm. You're my honorable mention. <laughs> okay, <laughs> should have been on the list. Okay, but aside from that, on to number twos. So my number two is um okay this might be a little surprising for you but my number two is princess diaries 2 i i think the only reason why it wasn't surprised is because you wanted to watch the movie very recently like a couple days ago so i'm <laughs> not exactly surprised i know i mentioned it to you but like i was just thinking about the movie and like it's definitely a rewatchable movie like compared to number one i would rewatch number two um uh, because i think it's better and also um
1: uh, and Hathaway's
0: okay. in it. Chris Pine's in it. I mean, Julie and Andrews. Anders isn't it? Andrews. Andrews. A- and sorry, Andrews. Uh, Raven Samo, Simona's in there. Like she's in it. Yeah, she's a princess. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, wow. she's been there. Um, it's just it's a feel good movie. Um, a Disney original. Like it is our childhood also, and. How could I not put it here? Um, It's just like, it's fun. It's fun. Um, The protagonist wins in the end, I guess. And yeah, I think, yeah, I really like it. I just think it's pretty good. Um, I heard rumors that they're making Princess Diaries 3. I'm not sure if that's still a thing anymore or people are just feeling uh, putting like more gasoline into the fire of rumors or whatever but like you know it's wishful thinking but I really do number two is my favorite one yeah I don't blame you number two is excellent I think number one like I can I I remember I I feel like I recently watched Princess Diaries like last year or so but I remember that number one had its flaws there are certain things I think could have not been there but number mm-hmm. two is excellent number two is pretty yeah. good yeah my thoughts exactly. So, I think it's time to go into my number 2 and I honestly don't think it's that surprising. But my number 2 is Interstellar. Not surprised. Yeah. And it's really everything you said, but like the thing is I love space. I love everything to do with space. Uh that doesn't mean I like all space movies, but Interstellar is such an interesting movie. It's so good. It like starts off obviously with these interviews for of these older folks talking about earth and the dust bowls, because in the future, like earth is essentially dying. Right. And then Mm -hmm. trans it, it transitions, not slow, but within the first hour or so you see main character go from dealing with this, finding out about the secret NASA program and then going into space in order to save earth, save his family, um, he has to leave his family behind right and yeah it's just so excellent it's like the concept of space travel the fact that there's this random black hole near jupiter or was it saturn yeah um and the idea of not aging as you travel through space while everyone on earth ages is so scientifically sound and i love that they put that in the movie and then the the planets that they explore it's just so good it's just such a good movie i just yeah. love the science i think the science is really amazing um i love the fact that they had to render the black hole in a computer simulation or something They had to put their equations in rena you and i read the interest the science of interstellar book by kip thorne who is actually one of the people that scientists who originally came up with the screenplay for it and then they passed it off to the nolan brothers And he wrote this book and the book was so cool. Okay, let me just say. It was fascinating, like just hearing him talk about, he's the one who who basically helped create that whole video of the black hole scene. Like, you know, he was, you know, that's the first like kind of biggest image of like black holes in that way. Like, I well, I forgot the specific term, but he helped do that. Like, that's incredible. Yeah, and also- the thing is, this movie, it, it's like, it leaves me with some questions, and the fact is that we're never going to get a sequel to Interstellar, even though it leaves us in a sort of cliffhanger, which I don't enjoy, but I, you know, I'm going to probably hold that for the rest of my life. It, it truly is a great movie. Yeah. Science. <laughs> exactly. Um, So before we get into number ones, I wanted to go over, like, some honorable mentions Uh, i definitely had some i wondered if you had some as well yeah i'm thinking of a couple yeah so obviously everything everywhere all at once was one of my honorable mentions i can't believe i forgot that movie i feel so sad like uh anyway that's you know a great movie Mm -hmm. like what can i say yes um for me um some of my honorable mentions include the recent barbie movie um Mm -hmm. all three all three of the kung fu pandas um because i love the trilogy i honestly like i would have i could i guess i could have added kung fu panda on my list but like i had to add all i would have had to add all three of them because i love all three of them but that's for another day Mm -hmm. yeah um such such a great story oh yeah um yeah that that that's also on my honorable list um matilda is another one i don't watch that movie enough but it's it's a great story um danny devito definitely did a great job with it um definitely honorable mention yes another bollywood Um, movie yeah great soundtrack uh storyline is pretty good even it's if it's like sad um it's where it's got to be yeah great story and then my other honorable mention is The Truman Show. Hmm. I okay. definitely, like, haven't watched this movie in a while, and I only watched it once. But I think, like, the whole, like, the whole movie was interesting. And in that it was the way, like, Jim Carrey's character, you know, his life is a, just like a, like a documentary, like a real-life show, you know? Like, people just watch him. He never lived a life. He He thinks everything around him is real, like no one like his that those aren't his real parents he was just brought in one day like it it I have so many questions about the movie and yet like there's no answers out there anyway um but yeah I only watched it once and you know it's not really rewatchable for me uh but I think the whole concept was so interesting and definitely a real like thinker for sure yeah it's a good movie I think I rewatched it um couple like maybe a year or two back it's a good movie good good movie Jim Carrey did good yeah you know it came out uh 1998 Dang, long time Uh, ago yeah it was uh anyway that's all my honorable mentions uh do you have anything else I'm trying to think um and you know there's a lot of movies we watched uh growing up and I really can't think of any of it I really can't I know And I know there's there's so many good movies out there it's just like I haven't even watched half of them like I've watched some of them but not all of them <laughs> it's impossible to watch all of them I know so sad well yeah that's all I got <laughs> anyway my number one this shouldn't this should not be surprising but my number one is Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Rina, I hate to break the news to you, but that is also my number one. I mean, how can how can it not be my number one? It's it, I think the story itself. I I know number two came out, but like number one is like the OG. It's there's something yeah. about number one. The fact that like you know it starts out with like. Miles and no no it doesn't even start out with Miles it starts out with Peter Parker with like his Peter Parker Chris Pine his Peter Parker like talking about being Spider-Man and he's like I've been doing this for 10 years and like all that and like uh there's and then you get Miles and like the soundtrack's amazing the the way it's like the way that it changed animation like changed our movies how our movies look and like it was basically a trendsetter they really leaned into being feeling like a comic book book movie and it really worked in their favor because a lot of the time you know there are a lot of companies out there who want to make their movies as realistic as possible and sometimes it's okay not to for them to look realistic you know and I really loved how they leaned into that sort of like style and uh, it worked. It, it definitely worked. I mean, Spider-Man, he's such a famous comic book character. And, you know, the way it introduced Miles and all the other spider people and, like, um the big baddie and all that. Great movie. I don't know. Like, what else do you have to add? Um, uh, there's a couple things I think I want to add. Yes. But I first want to mention that I feel like the animation industry, and I kind of want to blame Disney for this, was going in the direction where if it, it was as it was going into the hyper realist yeah uh you know area of like animation and I don't think that was I don't think that was going to be beneficial because uh I didn't watch the Lion King, but it looked a little too much like um real life lions. <laughs> yeah. Also uh, not to mention Dumbo. They made a live action Dumbo. I don't even hear anything about that. And I think I know why. Yeah. Yeah yeah and so i think the fact like spider-man into the spider-verse um it really changed a lot of things about animation about the ways that animators could actually animate without like having to uh align with these companies who think that hyper realist is what people want um like you can see it in like elemental and like puss in boots both of those movies they're they aren't what people expected and the animation style is quite good for both movies. Um, yeah. And I, yeah, they don't have to be realistic, you know, they could just be it. I mean, you know, animators, they really, I'm glad that it changed, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So I'm happy, happy that into the spider Verse did that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think I enjoyed the first movie more than the second movie, just cause I think the first movie itself is a good standalone. Uh, the second movie has to work with the first one and it is a good sequel but yeah. I think when it comes to me re-watching it and just kind of getting the whole thing in one sitting the first movie has it down. Like it starts off like you said with um, Chris Pine's Spider-Man and then in the same universe you have Miles. Miles didn't even want to be Spider-Man but he somehow came onto the role without a mentor right yeah and he grows into this role like he and he tries to copy peter but it doesn't work and by the end of the movie he says you can wear the mask anyone can wear the mask and anyone can be spider-man and i'm and that message and the way that he was able to get to that point was really amazing yeah Uh, he was able to really find himself and i i really mm -hmm. enjoyed that about the movie yeah, he came into himself, his, and his dad inspired inspired him as well, like, you got a spark in you, and like, you know, just do what you want, like, you know, you don't need to be like anyone else, you just gotta be you, and do, and it just takes a leap of faith, and, um, yeah, he really, he really, like, he really grew into that, um, into that title of being Spider-Man, uh, and, he really showed them, like you knew, you know, he's got, um, he's got a bunch of cool powers, and like, um, yeah, uh, he's also, um, also not to mention, like, uh, the characters are amazing as well, and they're also like very distinct from each other, like they got their own personalities, and obviously animation styles, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, so I, yeah, the movie did such a great job. Yeah, it's just, it's just really good. I, I just really enjoy it. Um, I have it saved on my YouTube TV in my library because I do have an urge to rewatch it every once in a while, and I do rewatch it. So mm-hmm. it's just excellent, you know. Yeah. Um, and good movie. Uh, I can't wait for Beyond the Spider Verse, which is supposed to. I I assume it's going to come out end of next year, maybe twenty twenty five. It's um, fine. Yeah. As long as the writers, actors, animators get paid, you know, it's all good. Yeah. Um, And I just love the way that they were able to build a character. They were able to build up a superhero named Miles Morales. You know, they're able to build his character, able to establish his background as a Puerto Rican, uh, Black American. Uh, He lived in Brooklyn. He's a Brooklyn kid. Um, I just love how they built him and they're able to give him life you know yeah um give his family life uh they gave Brooklyn life it was great it's a great movie yeah I I understand that like before Miles didn't really have an identity outside of Peter Parker and I'm very glad that he has definitely made a name for himself outside of like the that shadow um Mm -hmm. and also not to mention um a lot of other artists who weren't a part of the movies this one or the second one but they're very much inspired from watching watching spider-man the spider-verse movie and you know I think that's the beauty beauty of creating art and being able to inspire people who weren't on the team to make it but were totally like oh my god this is so amazing I gotta like like I got it inspired me so much and I think that's amazing about like like movies and about like uh, movies like Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse yeah um, people started making spider sonas after the first movie and I know I saw people do it after the second movie and I think it's just so cool yeah I think the way that people are are can imagine like and create their own unique characters based on what they saw I think that's I think that's amazing like it really shows like art can inspire people you know um, and mm-hmm. that's art can inspire other artists so like that's pretty cool it is um you know I was gonna ask what your number one was but you already told me um yeah anyway but yeah um I guess that's our top five yeah I think that concludes this episode of the R&R twins top five movies which I think we both had excellent lists let me just say yeah similar but you know different in their own way it's true it's true yeah i guess that's it yeah so we'll see you guys in this next episode of the RR podcast bye bye